Welcome to the State of Wrestling, the Power Drive Pro. I'm the Brooklyn Mauler here with the big man. How you doing? I'm I'm feeling good, Brooklyn Mauler. I'm feeling good. How are you feeling on this hot day? It's hot. It's uh, hot big everywhere. Name. No matter it's who's hot. listening right now, it's hot wherever yeah. they are. Well, big man, um, you have anything in the news today? Yeah. Did you read about Lufisto? Do you remember who she is? She was. No. A, I I don't remember her. But she's been, she's a pro wrestler. She's around in her mid, early mid 40s. And she had a match in AEW a while back. And she was under the impression she was supposed to have a lot more. This was back in April 2022, but it never happened. So, what she talked about recently was she talked about a lot of drama that she went through about people trashing her before she showed up in the locker room burying her and how the entire women's locker room um, is bad and so people were bringing that up again because Britt Baker had a match against Taya Valkyrie and I thought it was just a short match I didn't see anything wrong with it but people went crazy on Twitter saying this is what Lufistu is talking about because Lufistu said they need they need a good booker no she said they were saying how Britt Baker can blame booking, but it's not. It's just a bad women's division in AEW. So what are your thoughts on the AEW women's division? Okay. Um, the women's division was thriving at one point, right? When they had Britt Baker as the champion, right? When the rise of Britt Baker. Um, they had Britt Baker. They had Jay Cargill. The problem was the women that they brought in they automatic they had they, they they had a hard time building new um stars in the women's division they did a great job with jade but at but at the same time they jade beat almost one and they couldn't really build um up another person because jade was beating them you know uh, jay ran through everybody and i i think that the aw women's division what they should have done was had some squash match matches here and there and had some more um, character development like they did Britt Baker. Remember, Britt Baker got over when she was hurt and her and Tony Schiavone was doing those um, weekly segments between the two. And that got her over. Um, you know, that got her over. They, they had yet to do that with anyone else. Everyone that they brought in lost. They even brought in uh, Deanna Perrazzo, one of the greatest women wrestlers in the world today, and she lost her first match on in AEW. Everybody they bring in AEW lose. Kyle Valkyrie loses, you know. Um, Sky Blue loses. Ruby Soho loses. Um, who else? Willow Nightingale loses until so they just trying. They had to push her for default because New Japan. Um, she ended up beating Mercedes Monet because of an injury, whatever the situation may be, and won their title. But they trying to push her of default. But the profession, the problem is she was already um, shown losing already mm-hmm. to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go with um, Tony Storm, always losing. Soraya, then they, they didn't do her properly. They didn't do no type of character development. 
I mean, I like the outcast, but and they tried, but what it didn't really work. You get what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. Jamie Hader, mm-hmm. Jamie Hader was another person that made it, that that was made it, but that's by default too, because people started cheering her. But she um was losing a lot too. Hikaru Shida. Shida was probably was the was her and, and Rio was like the first like first champion. Rio was the Rio was the first champion. But nobody really believed in her. No, no, no character development for her or Sheeta. Chris Statlander. Okay, she was an alien. Mm-hmm. Enough said. Mm-hmm. She, you know, um, until she changed the alien. But that's when she started, you know, getting some type of traction. Uh, so I mean, I just named a lot of people here. None of them went on winning streaks. Um, the Beast, Nala Rose, who was supposed to have been the 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 monster hill of the of the division. Well, it's supposed to have been her and Britt Baker going at it. Well, that didn't work out. You know, she constantly lose, loses as well. They had done a bad. They had they didn't they first they they brought all the Japanese women in, and all the Japanese women was going on going over all the American wrestlers. Then by that time they they because a lot the great of Fer, Freddie the people like Freddie Mercury. Lady was like Fred. I'm dressing up like Freddie Mercury. You know, she. They brought her in. They brought in a lot of wrestlers, and it didn't work. Um, because they was just worrying about Emmy um, Sakura. I, maybe, yeah. and they was trying to do what AEW failed at is they want to be a company known for in ring, you know, in their in ring performance. Mm-hmm. But you don't. But wrestling is more than an in ring performance. It's character development, it's segments, it's um, backstage segments. It's a lot more to that. And that's why the Attitude Era and the, and the Golden Era from the 1980s got over because of the backstage segments, the storylines, things of that nature. That's why it's over. And that's why the Bloodline situation is over. L.A. Night is over. Oh, Cody Rhodes is over. Is he ever? These people are over. right? That's why WWE is in a boom. WWF right now is in a boom. Um, and by the way, right they, could, they could be way bigger than they are right now if they hadn't made certain decisions or if they just let LA Knight loose. Like they're in a boom, even in a conservative way, you know? Yep. And AEW is just look at the main event here for Dynamite this week. They had the best friend versus. Black Cool Combat Club and the Lucha oh, Brothers. Whereas man. Collision had something I never seen before. Ricky Starks, Christian, uh, uh, um, and against Darby and CM Punk. Now that's which main event was better on exactly. paper, Collision. and then which main event was better in in ring, <laughs> because it had a storyline to it. Yes, um, I know they were trying to have a little storyline with Moxley and and Orange Cassidy. But if you look at the the best, look at what was in that main event for it, it for for Dynamite, it it shows that it has a lot of problems. Dynamite has a lot of issues right now, mm-hmm. and it's a better show, and it's red, it looks different, it feels different, and it's a better show. Um, but back to the women's division, um, they made a lot of bad decisions, um, and the one was one the the main one was taking the belt. Off of Britt Baker, she needed a Roman Reigns type reign, um, 
and 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 Jamie Hader should have been the one to beat her because Jamie um, um Britt Baker and um and what was her her lackey name um oh um, what? Rebel Rebel that was a good act together yeah. and but they you know they constantly brought brought different women in they brought Athena in they had her lose they had a lot of people come in and lose without having any type of uh, character development, storylines. We don't even know who these people are. You know, they come in for one match, they lose to Jade, they lose here, and it's over. So the women's division is, uh, it's it's not as far from perfect. I mean, WWE's women's division is not perfect, but it sure has some. It has a a, a better direction than what we got going on in AEW. It's hard to book for women. To be honest with you, it's hard. The only people, unless you just sincerely book it for women. I mean, TNA Impact has the best formula, and NXT, NXT, and TNA has the best formula. In wow. And, and wow, of course, but Wow's just for women. They, right. they have the best formula. Their world champion is their Roman Reigns because they're right. a women's company. Right. So they have the best formula to book women. Um, AEW. I don't know if Kenny Omega is still booking the women. I don't know what they're doing. They need to bring in probably a person just to. They have like the professor, right? They have her there. What oh. they they have her there. They have them. They have them. They, in my opinion, was the professor have, against Thunder Rosa? But right, and they have the money. They have the money to go and get someone to help with that. You know, to help with the women's division. You know, they have money to go get. They can go get AJ Lee. To go get help with the women's division, they can go get. Uh, what was the woman that was with NXT? Sarah, something. You know, they have, they have, they can go get some money, put some money up, and go get somebody. They did Dutch Mantel, who did the knockouts division. You can go and get these people, smart people that can and work. That's an example of having somebody separate, because no matter what Tony Khan or even Triple H might say. Um, Women's champion is not looked at the same as the men's champion, and that affects everything. So if you have a separate focus, it's the women's division, it can only be better. Right, and I think they should go and spend some money and try to get the, if they if they care about it. But I don't think they really care about that. I think it's more it's a lot of cooks in the kitchen, and I think the the AVPs don't really care about the women's division. Well, there was another, another kind of rumor that the match they had with Baker and Taya Valkyrie was because they were just thinking fans were going to complain if they didn't have a women's match on. So they had match, basically. Why would you do it? That's a, and to be honest with you, Taya Valkyrie and Britt Baker to just throw them on a random dynamite for with no bill, a cold, a cold match, so to speak, which this is, could be a pay-per-view match. You could have used this for Wembley. Like, why would you just give this away for no reason? That was dumb on their behalf. You know? You if you want to give a women's match, go get Sky Blue. Put Sky Blue up there. Feels want. like um Britt Baker is directionless right now. She's been direction, directionless for a long time, for the past year. She is somebody without the world title. It's an uphill battle for her because 
I'm not, I don't want to be mean. I'm just going to say she's, it took a lot of help to get her where she was. It and did. You take that all away. It's, she still needs a lot of help and, and there's nothing wrong with that. Champion really well. Yes, she just she doesn't does. play the other roles really well. Even when she was on the outside of the ring cheering on Jamie Hayter. But shouldn't, that should, that should Rebel was better at that. Wasn't she? But Rebel that... was better outside the ring person than Britt Baker was. But Britt Baker should have never been a, 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 a um, secondary, um, you know, person in that right. in that on the, in her unit. Never. She should have always been. They should have always used her as staying still, acting like the world champion, still trying to maybe even be jealous of of her of of Jamie Hader or try to make sure Jamie Hader lose that belt. You know, but never should have been on, just been out there cheering and like like she was a uh uh like a, a team player. No, you you destroyed one of your best, the one of your hottest women acts ever, and only thing you could have and you could have been done that with um with Jamie. Oh, I'm sorry, with Britt Baker, DMD versus um Jay Cargill, with and if you'd have built kept her strong, DMD. And that could have been one of the biggest matches. That could have main evented one of their pay-per-views, to be honest with you. That match built properly. Oh, you sure. Know? You're right. And You're right. but they destroyed yeah. that. And and whoever and Tony Khan is is responsible for it because he's the guy in control of this. He, you know? he is. And and it's funny when people talk about, you know, the storylines and, and time and the women need it's almost like two different things. It's like, you don't have to have a women's division. We grew up watching women in pro wrestling because there was a women's champion, sometimes women's tag champions, and they would have matches. The minute you say you have a division, it's always going to be compared to the men, not just the champions, but everybody on the roster. What are they doing? So one thing is maybe... If you're not going to really focus on it, just have a women's champion and women's titles and have different matches here and there. But it's not even like, um, you know, Gail Kim and Awesome Kong was not some brilliant storyline that played out over walls. It was their two best wrestlers going at it. Um, AW. we thought we were going to someday see Jade Cargill and, Br and Britt Baker at the top, and that was the big match we were waiting for. It never happens. Never now Jade's lost. Nobody cares about Statlander as world champion. Oh. Um, and Britt Baker is just kind of damaged in a lot of ways. And yeah. when, like you said, her being the cheerleader, her being a good guy doesn't work. No, it doesn't. It. And I think when, um, you know, you look at WWF, what I miss about women's wrestling is they were wrestlers it wasn't about we need to cheer them on we need to protect them we need to help the women's cause of pro wrestling we all knew that who's jimmy hart's tag team the golden what were they called those two women leilani kai and were they the gold girls or the do you know who i'm talking about um um yeah i know you're talking about um yeah when, judy martin Judy yes, Martin. and Leilani Kai. And we would see them fight the Jumping Bomb Angels. Right. But that's all they awesome. had. 
it was <laughs> so it, that's, but we were into it fans were into it just like they were into Mula mm-hmm. and wendy richter and and that's what fans had. and we also <laughs> But we also respected them because we knew that every fan knew they could kick our butts if they wanted to. And that's an example of where less time and no storyline was actually better off for those women than compared to what we're seeing done in AEW and often with WWE. WWE, they try. Um, um... Like they're doing a a storyline right now between Charlotte, Bianca, and Oscar. Um, they're doing one with Rhea, Rhea, but they they the Rhea's being built really strong right now. Uh, but a lot of that is because her and the act her and Dominic. That's a yeah, that's a it's lot. Like, that, it's like China in DX. It's right. where Eddie Guerrero. It's not the face of the women's division. She's in the main it, show. Right, because she she. They made her strong. She's been strong for a long time, but I think what got her over to the point now is is not Rhea Ripley. It's mommy, and that's because of Dominic. She's mommy. It's, funny. it's hilarious, and it's a play on Eddie Guerrero in China. Right, and, and it's, it's working. Yeah, and it's working, and she's Dominic. She could beat up on Liv Morgan and and all that, but her and but with her with Dominic, her Dom Dom, it's the best thing. One of the best things they got going in wrestling right now. Her and Dominic. Yeah, it's and, typical WWE. Their strong suit is comedy. It's, it's, it's comedy storyline. They <clears throat> they have the WWE. No one does, you know, um, sports entertainment better than WWE, right? And it's been a long, and that's been going on for years. And no one does it better than them. The in ring product is probably not as it's not as good as everywhere else, but the pro, the overall product, it, it it's this the best thing going you know some people does wrestling better than them right but no one does sports entertainment better than WWE when it's done right and when it's done right they're at the top of their game and nobody can touch them as of right now because it's more than just the in-ring product it's it's character development like LA Knight's the biggest one of the biggest things going right now it's probably one of the biggest stars in wrestling they're probably the top biggest stars right now in wrestling the top five Probably three or four of them. It's from WWE right now. There's and there's seven, of the five best-selling shirts in WWE, two or three of them are LA Knight's shirts. Yeah, and you know it's LA Knight, Cody, and um I think it's the the Bloodline and the LWO. Mm. LWO shows a lot of shirts too, but you know it's. You it's said pretty- you you said at the time <laughs> when this whole thing LWO was brought back. Uh, you were on when you had um, El Presidente on. You were saying the shirts is probably the reason they brought it back. They did. They selling yeah, a lot I of shirts. I think you were right. I think they sold they sold a boatload of shirts, especially in Puerto Rico. When they went to Puerto Rico, they sold a boatload of shirts. That's all you saw inside the, the audience: the LWO shirts, um, in the in the Puerto Rican flag colors. Man, they sold so many shirts, <clears throat> and. And people continue to buy shirts because that's that's a popular shirt. You know what I mean? So they're making a boatload of money off of them. And that's and a lot of people are wondering why did um, Santos X-Bar and why, why the LA Knight didn't win because they want to sell more shirts. And they need they, – it's, it's a good business. Because LA Knight can take losses right now. Right now he can take losses here. 
the LWO can't take losses. People won't take them serious. They need to build them as strong as possible to keep their momentum going. They know yeah, especially that since when they saw, when they first started before they were the LWO, they were losing lots of matches. They were not important. Exactly. Um, LA Knight is the fans are going to support LA Knight, and they feel like they got more time with LA Knight to develop LA Knight, and the people will be a little bit more patient with LA Knight than they would with the LWO because the LWO if they lose if they lost and LA Knight would just beat beat um. Santo Escobar, then they would have just said, you know, it would have been like, oh, well, it's over, you know? <laughs> so I yeah. think that was a, it's a good, it's a good business one. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, oh, by the way, um, Steve McMichael is up for the Football Hall of Fame. Okay, Mongo. So he's struggling physically, but Ric Flair always says that whenever he sees him, he's has he's in great spirits in his yeah. I don't know, there's no nice way to say it, but realistically, barring a miracle, he's in the last stages of life because of his ALS, you know, unfortunately. And it's been a year of Triple H as Booker. Um, so people are wondering, good or bad overall? What McMahon, is, McMahon is the booker. What? McMahon, McMahon is the booker. Ah. The, so you, since, don't, you don't believe since, the... No. Okay. McMahon is the booker. McMahon is... I mean, he's the... He is... Um, He's the booker. McMahon is still the booker. He will always be the booker right now. He's he endeavored... When they made the deal with Endeavor, he was kept on. So he oversees everything. So that's why a lot of things are taken. McMahon will always be the booker. Triple H has some leeway, but that's his son-in-law. At the end of the day, all family at the end of the day, right? But McMahon is McMahon is, is the booker. But Triple H has some, things, some say in certain things. But, you know, you can see how, like, but McMahon, a lot of WWE story is storyline-driven. And then McMahon is the, is the guy with the storyline. Ham, Bruce Pritchard, those guys are always storyline driven. Um, people, Michael Hayes, you know those guys. Triple H is more or less he he more or less the end ring performer. Like for NXT, he does he does long drawn out storyline, and then he gives more end ring um, time to the to the performer to to tell a story in the ring. McMahon don't really do that, so. You know, I, I think McMahon is still, it still has a a, a a fair amount of say in what's going on as the book, especially since the the deal was announced. Well, and and last thing with news is, um, I'm at the biggest breaking news. I'm excited about one match on the NXT Great American Bash. Yeah, that's tonight. Yeah, it's uh, what is it? Well, um. Gable Stevenson's going to have his first match against Baron Corbin, and I want yeah, to see Stevenson wrestle. So we talked about this last week about um, him. You talked about him going back to 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 try to win another medal. So I guess mm -hmm. that's out out the window now, right? Actually, I saw an interview with Shawn Michaels, and and Shawn Michaels said that he is Gable Stevenson is treated differently. Some people are treated differently. 
because of who they are or what there's going on in their life. And he said, whatever he decides to do, because he is thinking of another year in college for the NCAA, it will be his third championship if he wins. He is thinking of the 2024 Paris Olympics. Um, but Shawn Michaels says, for at least for this moment, I just want to throw him in at the deep end for this match and see what happens. Just looking forward to Gable Steveson. I'm a fan of his work. All right. Uh, so let's go to let's go to collision first. So um, so CM Punk Ricky Starks um, comes out try to explain um, what why he did what he did. CM Punk comes out with comes out with um, no um, no music, which I thought was a good touch. Mm-hmm. Um, the funny thing was Christian Christian came out and um, and CM Punk was he said he's He's the he's the real world champion, um, so I guess they're going with um, 1992 Ric Flair when he first came to WWF. Yeah, and he said, uh, what, "Oh, are you going to say Christian's oh, yeah. famous line?" So, yeah, so Christian comes out and he's going to say to Punk, "What kind of man um, carries the rest of champ championship? He did not win." <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, Darby comes out, um, and. Funny, one of the things that Stark said, he said, I'm not one of the four pillars, and I'm glad I'm not one of the four pillars. I'm Ricky Starks. There's some good work by Ricky Starks. It's basically set up a match between the two, between the four guys later on, between Starks, Christian, against Punk, and Darby Allen. Um, What's your thoughts on this? Star- Ricky Starks looks different. He's carrying himself different. He actually looks more like a, a main eventer these days with his attitude and than he did before when he was more like, you know, mid-card or opening. So it's, I I really, you know, I'm a big fan of CM Punk's work in AEW specifically. So while I would like to see him more in a bigger picture, um, I think uh, this has been, this has been really good. And, and Punk saying, you know, you can't beat me clean. I wonder if they'll end up in a Ring of Honor match. But um, I'm now calling Ricky Starks Ricky Ropes. So, okay. Um. So yeah, I mean, I like this. This is this is very interesting. I like Christian. Christian is and oh. um, winning the belt and holding the belt. Um, that he he didn't win. That this is some grid. This is I don't know who's doing this. Maybe Christian is is um, leading this storyline with him and. Luchasaurus, but I like this a whole lot. Dynamite, this first, I mean, um, Collision, the first 15 minutes of Collision was better than anything Dynamite had. Oh, this for, whole sure. Week. Um, for sure. And just that one line that Christian had, they have, this is some good stuff, and it's, again, Collision feels different. It is, it's not going to get the ratings that Dynamite get, that gets because of the night that it's on. And people might say it's a failure, but no, this is a better show. I'm sorry. Oh, it um, is. It's uh, oh, it's wait, the hot wait, new wait. show. It has energy. It's it's where people want to be. Yeah, it's where just won't. Is. Yeah, just won't. It just won't um show up in the ratings, um, unfortunately. Right, and, which and, you and I, as older wrestling fans, compared to some of the teenagers or people in their twenties, man, if if we care about ratings, we wouldn't be wrestling fans. Probably. Exactly. Up next, Bullet Club Glow, they defeated Action Andretti and Darius Martin. 
Yes, they did. And um, man, you were such a fan of um, Juice Robinson for a long oh. time. Oh, and I was, I was not. A, well, you know, you can say you told me and you're right. But on the other hand, I do think he's better than he was. Right. He is. Way like better. Finn, Finn Juice was terrible. Oh, no, Were terrible. you a fan of Finn Juice? Oh, I was not. Uh, and I was not a fan <laughs> of when, you know, Cody Rhodes' first match in um, New Japan and, and, and uh, Wrestle Kingdom was against um, Juice Robinson, a different looking uh, yeah. version of Juice Robinson. I did not like that person. But Hard Rock Juice Robinson is. Rock Hard. Is, yeah. Rock Hard is, is, is a, that is a. A, a main event gimmick. He's Sorry, he's a wild man. He's like Randy yeah. Savage. Yes. You know, except he's a little funnier. Yes. It's um, man, and and what? This is how good, you know. And I'm going to give him, of course, the credit. But on the other hand, I'm also going to say, as far as Jay White, when he went to Impact, and and I, anybody who first debuts, any star who's gone for a while or overseas and then comes to impact, you really burn your momentum by being there. But he really built up some people over there. And then he comes here and what he's done with bullet club gold. I never thought that would get off the ground, but this is like, I look forward to seeing bullet club gold. It's, it's, um, it's it's a they firing on all cylinders. Bullet Club oh, Gold right now. Sure. They good matches. It just you know. Um, I just hope they keep the momentum, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Speaking of which, Mero defeated Nick Camarado in like two minutes. Weird, right? Camarado attacked him before the match, and um, I almost feel like they should do a storyline where you have Camarado and you know the other guy who looks like uh, Cesar Bonat, Bo Bonani. 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 They it could turn out like they've been scammed by the Nightmare Factory, mm-hmm. and it's like they had to pay him all this money, and then they're turning on QT. But um, yeah, Camarado losing. I mean, he's he's just one of he's an NXT guy, isn't he? Or a Florida WWE. I think he's he was, a WWE guy with a gimmick, yeah. but um, but he was originally over there, and they didn't use him much. And then he signed here. Um, I don't know what's wrong. What do you think is wrong? It's AEW. They don't know what to do with him. But you think he could be somebody that they do something with, right? That's Listen, how I feel. Right? Last Archer was oh, had with Jake Robinson, had them 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 vignettes. Yes, and. Jake Robin and they couldn't do nothing with him. So uh, it's AEW. Yeah. House of Black defeated um Daddy Ass in the acclaim and Daddy after the match, Daddy Ass leave his boots in the ring like he's gonna retire or something like that. Your thoughts on it? You know how we've been saying like um when it comes to the acclaim to that um um trying to I never really think about them separately. What's what are their names again for the acclaim? Max Caster. And who's the other one? Anthony Bowens. Yes, thank you. Um, Anthony Bowens, we always thought, man, he's the AEW style wrestler, and Max Caster is the WWE superstar kind of type. Mm-hmm. But when it came to this set moment where Daddy Ass was taking his boots off. Max Caster just looked like he was standing there 
And Anthony Bowens is the one who had all of the drama, all of the facial expressions really reacting to it. So I, geez, Anthony Bowens, my good, anybody will be lucky to have him. I think he is the breakout star of that group. Okay. Um, Taya Valkyrie defeated Sky Blue. And then in the main event, Ricky Starks and Christian defeated CM Punk and Darby Allin. And again, Ricky Ropes holding the ropes to pin Darby Allen. You know? Yep. Um, and, and CM Punk is getting angry. You could see his face. Like he he's not liking this. And um man, I'll tell you, you mentioned about collision. Um, and this match was really good too. It was it was a different type of match because Christian was in it, so it was more psychological. Like Christian and Ricky don't get along really well, right? Like Christian didn't want to get in the ring. Um, it's, it's so interesting because this use of Darby Allen with CM Punk and all of that is so much better than what they're doing with Orange Cassidy and in, on Dynamite. And the, the one thing I'd say is with Luchasaurus, when AEW started, I know we were expecting it to be really about Jericho, Pentagon, and Kenny Omega. For the world title and and that didn't really happen but and then when we saw the Lu- jurassic express man we thought luchasaurus was going to be in the title picture maybe he'd have a match against jericho for the belt so i feel bad for luchasaurus in a way because i do think he's we'll see what he does with christian um and i'd probably say he still has a brighter future than what they're doing with jack perry right now well, we'll see. Let's go to Dynamite. Um, Orange Cassidy defeated A.R. Fox, and then after the match, John Moxley attacks Orange Cassidy. Can you tell me what he meant when he said, when Moxley said, when you try to flex on one of my friends? What was that going back to? I don't remember. I don't know what he was referring to. Did he have some, I'm not particularly sure. Is this something he did with Utah, or I'm not sure. This is AEW. This is where something happens, and Tony Schiavone says, well, you remember only four months ago this happened, and it was like a nothing event. So, yeah, that was kind of, yeah. Uh, I'll reserve this, could my- be this could be interesting because of Moxley and, and Orange. I, 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 I can be down with that. Maybe they, but Moxley right now has become, has become the modern day version of Abdullah the Butcher. So, he might try to squeeze some juice, some orange juice out of, out oh, of orange. Oh, I like it. I like that. I, um, I mean, I will say, and, and you said this when we were talking about the news, how the main event here was Best Friends. The one time AEW does like a reoccurring theme storyline throughout the entire Dynamite, right. it involves Best Friends and Orange Cassidy. <laughs> I was. I wasn't. I'll be honest. I wasn't interested in this. I, I can book. I can book this if if they really wanted to, because you know they like to use Trent Mom. They can, they can, Trent Moxley brings him in the, in the station wagon. You can have him let the go. And then John Moxley is in the back and trying to attack Trent's mom and kidnap her. And wow. you, can, you can do some stuff here with that. You have Moxley's mean, wife on, on the phone. Let, John, let her go. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. You can do some stuff here um, with that if they really wanted to go that route. Um, so. You know, that's that's a great idea. But you never know, because remember, in the beginning of AEW, the first year, 
one of the best matches, when I say one of, I mean like top three or maybe top five, was actually the best friends against um, Santana Ortiz in that parking lot match. Oh, yeah. With Trent's was... mom first made that parent. Yeah, that was excellent. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, yeah. yeah. Jungle Boy, Jack Perry, the FTW world champion. Oh, uh, boy. He, um, he, he disrespect the belt, disrespect ECW. As Taz was uh, I, I can't believe it. He beat Hook. But Jerry Lynn comes out and, you know, what's your thoughts on Jerry Lynn coming out and confronting Jack Perry? I think um, with the things Jack Perry said about the old people, they might be going in a Randy Orton legend killer direction. Um. The problem is, I think people still think that Jerry Lynn could beat up Jungle Boy. So I think, look, I don't like badass Jungle Boy. If he's going to be a bad guy, have him be the whiny. I'm, you know, I'm not good. It's not that I'm, I can't talk. It's that I have nothing to say to you losers or something. <laughs> um, you know, I'm not a fan of this. But look, I wasn't a fan of Orton when he started. Not many people were when he come out with his arm in his cast and give his updates about how many percentiles he's improved and some of that legend killer stuff. But it looks like, I think that I have a feeling they're going to do legend killer stuff with Jungle Boy. I like this stuff. You too? I thought you were disappointed that they've really, what they've done to Hook? Um, well, they don't care about Hook. So Jungle, they, they're trying to build one of the four pillars. And, um, Jeez. You know, I like they're doing something. Well, if they stay with it, then they it, people might not like it. But then a lot of people didn't like what Roman Reigns was doing at first, right? They stuck with it, and they finally found something for him. So I think they're yeah, the they people, find the people weren't wrong. It's just they got better, right? Right. So I think Jungle Boy will can be um, something big in AEW. So um, we'll see. It all depends on the writing, right? The booking. And we'll see what happens, you know? That's yeah. what I said. Yeah. Pac defeated Gravity. Um, <laughs> and then... Uh, yeah. And Gravity is Rush's brother. Oh, it is? Mm-hmm. Oh. And uh, Rush re-signed with AEW. Yeah. Swerve yeah. Strickland defeated Darby Allin. Um, AR Fox, um, you know, cost him the match. And he is, da- he is now down with, with Prince Nana. And the mogul, of, what do they call themselves? The mogul, mogul the embassy. Mogul, the mogul and the mogul embassy. The AR Fox and Prince Nana, the greatest leader in professional wrestling, says just says um, Agna Akasi. Oh, I like that. I like that. And Prince Nana, you know, this his dancing to the ring is great. And I still say when uh, they did the blind tournaments. And it was Swerve and and uh, the big guy. Um, who am I thinking of? Keith Lee. And uh, Swerve tagged himself in, was getting double teamed. And Prince Nana said to uh, Keith Lee, see that? Swerve is suffering for you. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's the match we, we already talked about. DMD, Red Breaker um, defeated Taya Valkyrie. Mm-hmm. And so, the, the, yeah, that's the one. What did you think of the match, by the way? Uh, to me, I was when when I saw this match, right? I was like, why the hell are these two are wrestling now? 
again in this cold match. Um, sometimes you gotta say no to certain matches, like Stone Cold did against Brock. Uh, like you gotta, like uh, this could be a feud, not just a throwaway match on a Wednesday night. Like, come on, this is so. And then Taya Valkyrie lose again. I mean, she just beat Sky Blue on on Collision, but the 50-50 booking that she has been having in AEW, and she's much better than what she is being portrayed as. Um, I mean, even NXT, her short run there, she was portrayed, Frankie Monet was better than shown than on um, AEW. Um, she, which, is, which is a sad statement because right. her fans were upset about her portrayal as Frankie Monet. Yeah, but they was going to push her. They just changed the name, you know, but they let her go um, due to the cuts. So, um, again, DMD is directionless. Taya Valkyrie is directionless as well. And um, just a throwaway match. And, and But I think you're right. It was a throwaway match. I, the hatred on Twitter about this, it was not the worst match I ever. It was a regular match. Regular match. And, I don't know what I think the floodgates have opened. You know, there are fans who want to any moment they could say something negative about women wrestling, but then there are fans who like women wrestling but hate what AEW is doing. There's fans who hate Britt Baker because they think they feel see her as a bully. So, towards Thunder Rosa. So, this was almost one of those perfect storms. Yeah. We'll see what happens next week. You know, um, if you at least have Britt Baker win the Owen Hart. Um, um, you know, tournament, but they didn't want to do that neither. They could have had that for her, but I, I guess they down on her for some reason. I don't know. Maybe she liked Cody Rhodes or something. I don't know. Well, I told you, she said in an interview, because people would say how Tony and Britt travel together, and then she said in an interview, you know, I don't really get to talk to him the way I used to, but I'm sure we're still cool. Yep. Main event time, best friends defeated Blackpool Combat Club. And the Lucha Brothers, your thoughts on this? Uh, it was fine. It was okay. I wasn't that into it. Um, you know, the best friends. I was a big fan of um, Chuck before AEW. A lot of people were. Um, and he can do so much more. A few people there can. But um, it was it was all right. I mean, it was okay. I, feel, I always feel bad for the Lucha Bros. But uh, what were your thoughts on this match? Um, I'm surprised the the Blackpool Combat Club lost. You know, yeah. they don't take losses too many losses, right? Um, no, they're you not see the guys to put up with losses, yeah. right? Right, exactly. So the best friends was I think they went for a shock, um, ending with the mm-hmm. black with the best friends because you even think that the Lucha Brothers going to win or Blackpool Combat Club was going to win, but uh, and then they put the the best friends, but. Then again, the storyline that's going on between the best friends in Blackpool Combat Club and Orange Cassidy, uh, you know, I guess this is, you know, going to further the storyline, I guess. So Yeah, it's it's is it the storyline we should be having? I know you mentioned you have ideas for it. You always do. Uh, but And you'd be a great booker for sure. But, man, this is not... Look, I... I this is a far cry from what Brian Danielson promised to John Moxley a long time ago. Yeah, but he's hurt, um, Brian Danielson. So yeah. he won't. How long he's out for? No idea. 
He's probably and got even when he comes back, he might get injured again. Yeah. Oh, by the way, did you see what Kota Ibushi said in uh, his tweet or statement recently? What did he say? Um, he was responding to, I guess fans have been telling him that they're not happy with his performance at Blood and Guts. And I know I body shamed him. I made, I said that I thought a, a, it was a Japanese comedian pretending to be him coming down the aisle because he wasn't as toned. He said he was wearing his wrestler shoes, which were thin-soled, and he stepped on all the glass and tacks, and they were stuck in the middle of his feet. So the whole match, it was hard for him to walk. Okay, that's possible. But I didn't think there was anything wrong with him fighting, but whatever. Did he did he discuss why he took a back bump into the thumbtacks? No, but he showed a picture of it with all the thumbtacks. When I saw Stevie Richards was on t- um on YouTube and he does you, you watch Stevie Richards? I was gonna YouTube watch channel. that clip about it, but it was like thirteen minutes. Or something. Wait, so I watched it. It's a good it's a good listen. Um. And uh, when you look at stuff like that and see him do that, it's like, were those thumbtacks gimmick? Because Steve Ritz was scared to death to take the black hole scam slam inside um, in them thumbtacks. And he said it hurts. And, and it's, and, you know, you can see it in him. He was bleeding. I don't know the difference. I, I think the thumbtacks should be gimmicked. I think the thumbtacks should not have the point. They should just take all the points out of the thumbtacks. Yeah, they'll because, stick to and you they, anyway. It'll yeah. stick to you anyway, so I think that's what they should do. It'd be more a bit more safer uh, for the for the performer. Take um, less time when you go back, and they have to remove all of them. Yeah, you won't have to worry about getting like any type of diseases or anything like that from the pointy thumbtacks. Um, any type of like, um, you know, hepatitis, hep, 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 hepatitis, anything like that from the thumbtacks. So. I think it would be better if they just took it off. Who cares? The fans, thumbtacks is thumbtacks. People, it's, it's just the effect. You know, I don't, you know, whatever, man. No, I, I totally agree. And it's amazing with all the money in pro wrestling, the steel chairs are still steel chairs. And it's just strange. You think, like, magicians could come up with better products to use in these matches. Illusions. Exactly. Let's move on to Raw. Judgment Day comes out. You know, Dom gets Dom and Mommy. They get they get their their um their gloating because Dominic got the belt. Um, Kevin Owens and and Sami Zayn comes out and ended up um, challenging Dom for the for the North American Championship later on that night. Um, so it was set up for that match later on. Becky Lynch defeated Zoe Starks, and then Dominic defeated Sami Zayn um, for the North American to, to retain the North American Championship. Um, Bronson Reed defeated um, Tommaso Ciampa and Logan Paul and Ricochet had a uh, face-to-face and they will face each other um, at a little brawl as well, a little skirmish, so to speak. And they will face each other at some a SummerSlam. Um, what's your thoughts on those first couple of segments of Raw? Um, it's just kind of the further decline of Sami Zayn of what used to be, you know, um, for me, you know, um, again, Logan Paul being used with Ricochet. It's so interesting. He's like new to pro wrestling, but Logan Paul is really being used to help get people over, to be honest. <laughs> That's true. Um, he helped get Seth Rollins, right? I mean, he put over Seth and that meant something of all things. 
Um, and I think Seth Rollins is the best wrestler in WWE, probably. Um, so it was, uh, I mean, Raw was okay. I thought SmackDown might have been better this week. Um, but again, Sammy and, and Kevin, I keep forgetting they're the World Tag Team Champions, you know, or were the World Tag Team Champions. Well, they beat up Kevin Owens, and now he's um, the Judgment Day beat him up, and, and now so, they say Kevin Owens is, is out. Um, yeah. He's able to, to write him off for a little while, so I guess he's hurt for a little while. So I guess maybe taking those belts off for them soon. Depends on how long he's out. Yeah, they say it's a legit thing, isn't it? Yeah. Damian Priest defeated Apollo Crews. Yeah. Look, Apollo Crews had a great run with his own version of his own embassy, uh, the Prince. And uh, that was, I love that. Um, I saw an interview where he loves what he's doing now because he likes his kids to see him as he is. But um, yeah. Um, Happy for Damien, though, but these are two really good NXT wrestlers going out of it at the end of the day, isn't it? But uh, Punishment Martinez on the rise. Drew McIntyre defeated Ludwig Kaiser. Oh, my goodness. Ludwig Kaiser. Um, yeah, they're bringing Drew back in. Um, did you hear Corey's commentary? What do you say? Um, doing the announcing as Ludwig Kaiser. Oh, he's trying to do it like him, yeah. like her. Yeah, they. Um, oh, he was trying to talk like Ludwig. It was just kind of weird. Yeah, he needs. I mean, he, he's he, he gets pinned all the time, and he's a really good wrestler too. But. Yeah, um, because they they need people to beat Imperium, and I think him and Giovanni can be can be beat. Um, yeah, Giovanni's still unbeatable. hanging around. He's still hanging around. I thought he was done for, but yeah. Um, so we have, um, go to SmackDown. Santos Escobar defeated, um, Rey Mysterio, um, in the finals of the U.S. Um, title Invitational, um, by, via ref stoppage, stoppage, because he was unable to, Rey Mysterio was unable to continue. That's some bullshit, but hey, what, what do you, what's your thoughts on it? There was a story today that Rey is injured. Um, do you believe that? Possibly. Well, um, actually, it ended with a hug. I I kept thinking, okay, now we're going to see Escobar turn, and we're going to see like a viciousness from him. But no, not yet. Like you said, they're selling those shirts. Business picked up. L.A. Knight came out and defeated uh, Ashanti Diadonis. Well, people going crazy the, for him. The main event, and yeah, the people in New Orleans uh, or Louisiana, the main event of that was what he said to Top Dog. <laughs> I knew. Oh, he called him, he said, Rick Flint. We call him, um, he called him um, Uncle Phil. Uncle Phil. <laughs> and Will Smith was a rapper. I didn't know about Uncle Phil. <laughs> That's hilarious. Top Dollar. Dollar. <laughs> uh, and he said, Billy Fab was horny. I guess we, we, going, we going back yeah. to the attitude. Ever. LA night is over, man. So yeah, they're calling um, it the Yeah Movement. Like the so, Yes Movement. So they have nothing. So they had nothing for him for SummerSlam. So they making a battle royal for him. (laughs) (laughs) They made a battle royal for LA Knight to be in a SummerSlam battle royal. Yeah, they did. Um, 
If he doesn't win this match, Big Man, if he does not win this Battle Royal, I, I, if he does not win, uh, first of all, this better not take place on the pre-show. But if, but if oh. he does not win, this, uh, he'd probably be the last one in the ring. One of the last two people in the ring. And if he does not win, boy, I think Twitter is going to have a fit. There was an article that said they have to be careful because people are going to lose it with this. They're saying, you know, you know, he's he's more exciting than anything going on in the bloodline as far as when people hear his music people mm -hmm. and i think he is bigger than the bloodline with the fans um so i'm i'm with you i want it, to it'll be bad if he if not only if if the battle royal is on the pre-show at the very least on the good side fans won't see it if he loses right but if it's on, but if it's on the show and he doesn't win, then oof, not good. Let me ask you this, big man. I want the battle royal was some of from when it first incarnation, right, and all throughout the eighties and nine and throughout the eighties, right. The battle royal was 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 probably one of the best inventions, and people was getting excited about the battle royals. Have the has the Royal Rumble completely um, made the Battle Royal irrelevant? Because the Royal Rumble is so much exciting uh, with the countdown and who's coming out next and things of that nature. Has the Royal Rumble, you know, completely took away um, the aura of the Battle Royal? That's a great question. Um... Battle Royals have been around since the 1800s. Um, like some crazy stuff they used to do with people. Um, boxers in Battle Royals wearing masks, blindfolded, putting in a ring, just swinging like 10 people at each other. Um, it's actually in a book about how, um, things that were done to people held in slavery in America. So when they would have them fight each other and just horrible things mm -hmm. um the royal rumble is certainly more exciting AEW calls things battle royals that are really royal rumbles yes it is um i'd say the thing that makes battle royals exciting was what kind of ruined the battle royals for me growing up was seeing the clips when i would watch nwa of the bunkhouse stampedes because that was like a battle royal on steroids. Because they were, it was just wild and crazy. The but the you know when I think of a great WWF battle royal, it's was it the main Saturday night's main event with Hulk Hogan? That's one of them. That's one of them. Like I think who's in it can make it exciting. Like yeah, you can have the Royal Rumble and who's gonna be in it. But if they said there's a battle royal tomorrow with 20 superstars and John Cena's in it, or The Rock is in it, then it changes everything, you know. So now with battle royals, it's about who's in it. Unfortunately, with WWE, the battle royals have been throwaways for people they don't really use. Right. So it doesn't make sense because the, the Royal Rumble is more important than. But back in the days when we see all our superstars. You know, in the ring back in the 80s and early 90s, you're like, wow, look at this. This is something else. This was pre pre 88. 
for the Royal uh, when you see the Royal Rumble, it's another, it's the Battle Royal on steroids, and yeah. it's exciting. Um, and um, now Battle Royals mean nothing, to be honest. Right, right. Um, they tried to do it with the Andre Giant Memorial Battle Royal, and nothing comes out of that. No one oh has won God. that. It's an insult to his memory, to be right. quite honest. It is. Um, so I, I'll be surprised if it's still around, you know. And we already know that nobody who's a main eventer is going to be in this Battle Royal. Right. So it just doesn't... Right. It doesn't... I, I bet the women, if a women's battle royal would be more meaningful than a men's battle royal in WWE at this point. Right. Unless they do something like WrestleMania 2, like how they had all football players and stuff like that. You oh, gotta, they had reality stars. And, yeah, oh, that's right. great. Yeah. Yeah, they'd be, you know, so. That would be a better use of, of Logan Paul than, than him and Ricochet. Because yeah. this is a step down of what he's already done, you know. Exactly. Um, Carrying across Bianca Belair. He'll be in the Battle Royal, too. I'm sure. Yes. He sure will. Um, Bianca Belair, Charlotte Flair defeated um, the, the newly crowned tag team champions, Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville. And in the main event, Jay Uso defeated Grayson Waller and Roman Reigns and um, and Solo Sokoa destroyed Jay Uso after the match. They hit him with two spears and spikes. And and they laid yeah. them out. Your thoughts? Um, I got it all wrong. I thought this was. I thought they were going to have the tribal warfare on SmackDown. <laughs> so, so then when I found out it was Grayson Waller, <laughs> so I wasn't really into it. He did his people's elbow, didn't he? Um, yeah. Yeah, he's trying to really. Did you, did you see when he did the people's elbow? The Roman yeah. Reigns went to him, he started smirking. <laughs> that was great. But yeah, Waller's really trying to, like, you know, reach for the brass ring, so to speak. Um, he's trying to be like LA Knight, kind of, like, kind of take that. But mm-hmm. uh, I don't think so. They're going to ruin um, him before he gets started. He's taking so many losses already. Yeah, and he's not serious. Right. You know? And it's, it's, um, you know, he's they have him on that Miz track, but the Miz worked really hard, was very lucky, and was also on the real world in the beginning. Right. So it's if you're following Miz's path to WWE stardom, you're in for hell. Um, well, Miz so, had a 20 year run. You can't say yeah. he's still there. You can't, oh, there you was can't... A time. Well, what were you about to say? I can't say about the Miz. He had a, he had a 20 year run, and he's still. He got a couple title runs, and he made a event at WrestleMania. So I guess he had he defeated John Cena at WrestleMania, and he had a couple title runs. So his couple in it, he had a couple title runs. He had a good career. He's going to be a Hall of Famer. He is a Hall of Famer. He is one. I, I think his time is over. And he got um, Maurice, and he beats oh, everybody with that. Yeah, no, he for sure did. She was like my favorite when I first saw her. Yes, but but I think you know. To say, like, if they're saying, well, let's just do with him, well, we, what happened with The Miz? No, The Miz did it himself for the most part, never gave up, and was basically physically impervious to pain. I just think his time is over. Um, but I mean, The Miz, you don't want to end up like uh, Johnny Saturday Night or Johnny Television. <laughs> but although Johnny, did you see that breakdance move he did? 
He spun um, not... his head on his opponent's chest. I forgot who they were. <laughs> that was amazing. Yeah, man. Um, so, yeah, man. I, I, and they also said that MJF was a version of The Miz, too. They said he's The Miz. Remember we talked about it? He said he's The Miz. <laughs> well, yeah. That CM Punk, you're a poor man's Miz. And and I'm not, I wasn't a Miz fan at first. And that's what I thought. The same exact thing. He's kind of, he's not. But that is the first impression he gets, he, he gives when I first saw him, for sure. Let's get the wild report real quick before we out of here. Well, uh, so it's a night of tag team wrestling. I mean, uh, but I, I will also uh, say it's going to be Gigi Gianni and Robbie Rocket against the Tonga Twins, um, Holiday and Siren the Voodoo, Do- Voodoo uh, Doll against uh, Big Rig Betty and her daughter Holly Swag, whom honk honk, as she says. Um, BK Rhythm against Foxy Fierce, but maybe your favorite, Miami Sweet Heat with Lana Starr against Ariel Sky and Randy Ra-Ra. Ariel Sky is a wrestler who is a gymnast who's been compared to uh, Trish Stratus as far as looks. And um, by the way, Jeannie Buss was with your favorite, Candy Crush, and also Genesis from Style at San Diego Comic-Con. Let's go. Let's go. Well, do you know who sang that? Did you see? What do you think of Thea in um, NXT going, let's go? <laughs> oh, boy. You know. I don't like it. That's that's our girl, Candy Crush. That's right. Well, we'll see what happens. If it gets over, they're in trouble. No, we'll see what happens. Well, Big Man, thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, thank you for having me. Stay cool out there. In the state of wrestling, the power job put. We'll see you guys next week. Thank you for joining us for this edition of the State of Wrestling, the Power Driver Report. Please join us next week for the next edition.